0: Oh, for the last time, we did not order it. Oh, oh, it is you again, my friends. It has been a long time. But I guess it is Halloween, and so it is yet again time for the Rasafari Spooky Spectacular. (laughs) I'm John Rossi. I'm a touring drummer with a passion for animal conservation. When I'm on the road, I spend as much time as possible visiting zoos, aquariums, and conservation organizations. Now, I want to share those places with you. I'll be talking to keepers, vets, conservationists, anyone who can help me in my mission of connecting my people to animals through their people. Join me on my Ross Safari. Well, come in. Come in. Come out of the cold. I can't believe I made you wait for the entire intro to come into my place. Ah, there we go. Isn't that better? I know why you are here. And it's not to hear me talk in that dumb accent anymore. But hey, it's Halloween, so thanks for indulging me, y'all. And welcome to a very special bonus episode of the Safari Podcast's Spooky Spectacular. In my first year, I dropped three full episodes all about cool, spooky, Halloweeny type things around this time, and I love doing it so much that I absolutely promised myself, after being on the road last year and not able to do it, that I was going to do a spooky spectacular this year again. Unfortunately, as most of you who listen know, I have an absolutely crazy life. Uh, recently got married. Currently in grad school with a huge paper due in um basically a day now, and instead I'm sitting here doing voices and finding sound effects to be an idiot for y'all, so uh, I wanted to do something, and so basically what I am doing here is I am bringing you a interview, as I like to call my tiny interviews, with Tiffany James of Zoo Knoxville, who y'all know, she's been on the pod a bunch of times, and I asked her if she had any spooky stories, and she said she certainly did, so uh, I'm here to share them. With you all. And then um, on top of that, I have an extra bonus, cool little factoid story from an upcoming guest, Sarah Lynn Bowser, who I absolutely love and cannot wait to share with all of you. So, a quick friendly reminder to make sure that you hit subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode of the Rasafari podcast. And also, uh, you know, you can check out the website, rasafari.com. Make sure you're following along on socials, at Rossifari. Uh, If you could rate or review the podcast, it always helps us out, so that's really cool. And if you'd like to support the pod, patreon.com slash Rossifari. Uh So, without further ado, let's get to some spooky stories. <laughs>
1: Leave meeting. Just
0: kidding. Leave meeting. (laughs) Run away. So, how are you, friend?
1: I'm good. Today's been extra crazy.
0: Oh, good. Just in time for Halloween. Yeah.
1: Everything in our zoo is breaking. I swear it's haunted. Like just the most random things. The freezer died, so then they had to get in a freezer trailer and then that died. And then they broke in the greenhouse and then there were tortoises all over the zoo. We had an for <laughs> tortoise in the rhino barn. Wait, it's just wait, 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 wait. Why were
0: there tortoises traumatic. all over the zoo?
1: Yeah. So their winter greenhouse, which is this really nice habitat for them. Like something happened with the things that make it warm. I don't know what it was. But the tortoises had to be distributed throughout the zoo, which is crazy. Um, so we had the big one, Big Al, in the rhino barn. And he w- had his own stall. And I've told you before, my rhinos are super old ladies. Um, well, here's poop story, poop poop story. Poop story for you. Holly <laughs> just continually has diarrhea. It's just old lady things, right? Oh, my goodness. I have spent all day... Scrubbing rhino diarrhea, explosive rhino diarrhea off barrels that we used as barriers, and it was like inside of it, and it was baked on from the heat. Anyway, that's why I'm running behind today.
0: Goodness! All right. Well, as you can tell, I'm running behind. I still have bedhead, and it is 3:30 in the afternoon. Um, I
1: have bedhead, and I've been working all day. Yeah, so. well,
0: that's fair. That's a different kind of bedhead. I think there's less yes. bed. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, it's it's a crazy day. I'm currently, um, you know, the, the me drumming with elephants going viral thing is happening. Yeah, And it's that's like cool. insane. Like I've been like doing licensing rights for the video and like trying oh to gosh. like get it in other places and shut down people who are trying to steal it and pretend it's them. And that's I'm supposed insane. to be doing a 10-page paper for Project Dragonfly. And that's my horror story because I have done <laughs> this many pages of it holding up a zero. You folks. can
1: nonsense that really easily. Oh, yeah. Make yeah. the periods a bigger font than the rest of it. All the punctuation. <laughs> just kidding. I've never done that.
0: No, never. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I am Damn. good at making up words, which is why I'm a podcast
1: yeah. host. See, I feel like if you can talk, which obviously you can, I can, you can write a paper, you can nonsense it, just you having a conversation with yourself on the paper the whole time. And it's. And I usually have to cut back things because I just like talking. I like writing.
0: Oh yeah. Same, same. I, um, my problem is it gets too conversational sometimes and I'll like yes. turn in like a rough draft and, and my, my, you know, peer group or whatever will be like, Hey, maybe don't say, you know, like a joke here or like, <laughs> did you add the word like on purpose? And I'm like, Oh, right. I yes. just, I was typing like I talk. Mm. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I I've been told many times that I do the same thing. So yay. yay
0: That's indeed. why we're
1: good. Good talkers about conservation and stuff.
0: Yeah, it's important. (laughs) All right. So the purpose of today is to get some spooky stories uh, for our spooky spectacular. Really, I just like shaking my head and going spooky. I
1: really enjoy the sound effect. It's my favorite. I want on every single podcast you do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But and so you said you have two for me.
1: Yes, I do. Okay. So my first one is like in my mind, I just call it zombie chimp. I don't know why I'm putting a title to an experience <laughs> in my life, but that's it has a title. That's what it is. Um, so I was working at a zoo with chimps, obviously, and um, chimps fight. You guys know about chimps at this point. So, I mean, everybody should, should know chimps fight. Um, one of the chimps was bit in the face by another chimp and I'm not even kidding his face was like peeled off it was the most gruesome thing ever right I don't think it really bothered him he never acted like it hurt but this this is also the chimp that like (laughs) if a chimp were into pain it would be this guy he was was all about it he's weird Um, but yeah so the vets came we anesthetized him they did sutures like inside of his face. And then one's on the outside. And with chimps, you can put like gum or something in their hair. So they're picking at something else. We painted his nails. We've done hot pink. Um, so they pick at that instead of that, um, actual nice. injury, nice. but then, yeah. So we thought that another chimp was grooming it out. Um, because we just had like the stitches coming out. So we're like, Oh no, we have to redo it. So the vets anesthetized him again. This was on like Christmas Eve too. That's <laughs> anesthetized him again super glued his face back on, stitched it some more. And then it turned out he was pulling out the sutures and then handing them to us like, here, I brought you this <laughs> present. Oh, oh no. And we're like, this boy is going to have like the most disgusting <laughs> scar on his face. Cause I'm not even kidding. It was like from his eye down to his, it was his whole face. Just like oh. that corner tear that you get on things. Um, yeah. Another champ was putting sticks in the, <laughs> the facial wound and he was just walking around with it, sticking it, literally a stick coming out of it. Um, <sighs> But yeah, so that's my zombie chimp story. But it healed, and you can't even tell. Within a couple months, you could never tell that it even happened, which is a testament to chimps. But yeah, that's that's amazing. probably the you've grossest thing. Their- and I yeah,
0: yeah, you've talked about their healing powers on here before, but that's like that's it's some cool. level crap. That's amazing,
1: right? We all like figured it would heal, but we we thought there would be at least a scar. But nope, chimps are so insanely cool but i really like grossing people out by showing them the pictures of it i have like a whole album in my phone just like swiping through (laughs) like look at this one look at that one people (laughs) think i'm crazy (laughs) so my other fun story for you um this was my very first internship at mill mountain zoo in virginia which is a really really nice tiny zoo i know you've been there talk to everybody um so i got to work with the snow leopards which was awesome so i never Never really knew I would like big cats. I'm really allergic to them, which I learned there, uh, which I mentioned in the last podcast, but, um, Yeah. So Bali, the younger male, he would just like hide like a ninja. It was insane. So you'd like be looking around for him like, you know, he's there just trying to find him. You saw his grandma. She was this really cute old lady snow leopard. She'd sit there with her tail in her mouth and then we'd be like looking around. And he, one time he was sitting on the post directly above our heads and he was so still. And it was such an obvious spot, but we couldn't see him because why would you assume that a snow leopard would fit on this teeny tiny like four inch post. Um and then he just jumped down and I swear he just got kicks out of scaring the crap out of us. One time he like jumped at the fence and I fell into bamboo. Like he would just appear out of nowhere. And I still to this day have no idea how he was such a ninja. But yeah, that's my my ghost snow leopard story. So maybe not quite as exciting as Zombie Chimp, but still <laughs> was spooky. Those,
0: those are good. I like spooky. Spooky is good. Spooky is good. Yes.
1: Basically every day at the zoo, there's something crazy that happens. So it's terrifying all the time.
0: My favorite question (laughs) that I asked early on that I've stopped asking is, uh, so what is a normal day like for you? (laughs) There is none. There is no such thing. (laughs) One of the many things I had to learn. Yes. Awesome. Well, thanks for taking the time to do this.
1: Yes. To be honest, that poop is probably the scariest thing I've seen in my career, though. (laughs) I'm going to send you a picture of it just so you can like suffer with me. But holy smokes so much diarrhea amazing.
0: whoa amazing
1: <laughs> yes now I have to go feed all my animals and go do the thing but there's no more diarrhea to clean <laughs> good
0: luck you know if you don't bye. feed them they don't have diarrhea I'm just saying
1: oh is that how that works yeah, you probably too. shouldn't do that though well, <laughs> I mean I guess that would be bad they're already past life expectancy just kidding they get everything <laughs> they can eat my lunch I love them so much okay Amazing.
0: thanks <laughs> Tiffany bye goodbye yeah. <laughs>
1: And yes, my
0: friends, as an undead creature, I have lived many, many years. Many lifetimes, in fact. But I have never seen anything as horrific as the pictures Tiffany sent me. Anyway, now we turn to Sarah Lynn Bowser and her ghost story. Story?
1: Barnails may be responsible for a lot of ghost stories. Barn owls have been called ghost owls, hobgoblin owls, and even demon owls. But of course, none of those names are accurate. We have to remember that barn owls are nocturnal, and they have very bright white feathers. And when those feathers reflect moonlight, it can give them a very ghostly appearance. Combine that with the fact that they really like to hunt in open areas like cemeteries, and the fact that they sound like this... easy to see how you might confuse a barn owl with a ghost, which is why. Barn owls might be responsible for a lot of ghost
0: stories. All right, y'all. I hope you really enjoyed this little mini episode. And if you didn't enjoy it enough yet, then I'm going to leave you with something that is not even remotely spooky, but is funny. So... As y'all know, I like to do my silly little voices on here from time to time, like I do with the Spooky Spectacular. And uh, I also use the word y'all a lot. So uh, when I started doing one of my voice thingies earlier, I tried to say y'all as my bad vampire character. And I was like, Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, y'all, 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 and I don't know <laughs> what happened, but I have literally been laughing about it for like five minutes. I had to stop recording because I just, I don't know what to say. Ah, y'all, y'all, it just, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't work, y'all. So, uh, Anyway, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Tune in tomorrow for our normal weekly episode featuring Rick Schwartz from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. Really excited to share that with y'all. <laughs> and uh, thank you to all of my patrons, especially my Red Panda level patron, Laura Shank, and to all of you for making this podcast so much fun and uh, keeping me inspired to do goofy things like the spooky spectacular Ah ah ah. The Rossafari Podcast is produced, hosted, and engineered by John Rossi. Editing and fact-checking by John and Dr. Zoe Vesley Gross. Our theme song is Sevens by Nathan Burke, performed by Nathan and John. Interrupting John theme and additional voices by Taylor Isaac Gray. You can reach John directly on Instagram and Facebook at Rossafari or by email at RossafariPod at gmail.com. Rossafari is part of the Daydreamer Media Network. Now, stop listening to me and go visit a zoo.